Ever heard the saying, a bad brother is better than no brother at all? Well, let's test that theory, shall we? Imagine, it's 2021. Rain is pouring in Washington, and a 74-year-old Vietnam veteran emerges from the shadows with a confession. This isn't about war stories, but a cunning ruse he's been pulling, cashing in on his partially blind brother's disability payments. Oh, and to twist the knife a little deeper, this brother hasn't been seen since the days of mullets and neon in 1988. As clues evaporate, this mystery becomes icier than a winter morning in the Pacific Northwest. Some people believe that happiness lies in the possession of more money. While some enjoy the craft of earning it, others find thrill in the creative efforts to steal it. You're listening to Nickel and Crime, a true crime podcast that tells the real accounts of insidious bank and financial corruptions. Out of respect for the innocent, the names have been changed. At the request of our curious minds, the rest will be told exactly as it occurred. Picture this, a bustling bus station in the mid-80s. Our enigma for today, let's just call him William, decides to venture from Missouri's heartland to the evergreen terrains of Washington. Why? A rendezvous with his brother Ned. By October 1988, William, with mental and visual challenges, found solace in Hazeldale, Washington. But whispers of homesickness meant a possible return journey to Missouri. Come March of 1989, a new character emerges. We'll call him Chet, and by all accounts a concerned individual, another sibling, fretting over the sudden silence from William. Chet calls the police after learning that his brother William is missing and finding out his house has been repossessed amid unanswered calls. A brewing storm. When police interviewed Ned, a Vietnam veteran who had then worked as a mechanical engineer, under the intense glare of police interrogation lights, he paints a scene of a fiery disagreement. Doors slamming and William, like a wisp of smoke, gone, never to be seen again. Flash forward to 2013. Tech's fingers reach into the past, pulling up old secrets. Our modern-day Sherlock, the facial recognition software, unveils a conundrum. An investigation was triggered when the facial recognition software at Washington's Department of Licensing flagged an application for a driver's license renewal because the same person seemed to have two different names. Two licenses, one face. Was it Williams, or was it Ned's? Cornered, and in an attempt to clear the confusion, Ned throws the quote-unquote identical twin card. But here's the hiccup. William is younger, four years younger, 
When confronted, Ned wittily retorts, It is a rare situation, but it does occur. The dragnet tightens as sleuths unearth decades of Ned's financial tomfoolery. The renewal application ultimately triggered a probe by the Social Security's Inspector General's office through which investigators discovered that Ned had maintained a license in his brother's name since at least 1998, but possibly earlier. Those licenses were issued listing Ned's addresses. We're going to pause from the story to share a few words from early warning. In a world rife with deception, trust verify identity by early warning. Sidestep the swindlers and welcome the genuine. Remember, Ned's out there, so stay two steps ahead. Verify identity allows you to expand your customer base with confidence. It lets you determine in real time the likelihood that an applicant is who they claim to be so you can protect your bank or credit union against identity fraud while moving legitimate applicants swiftly through your onboarding process. Verify Identity can protect against synthetic identity theft schemes like that of NEDS, confirming data from the SSA while detecting manipulated identities with data contributed exclusively to early warning by thousands of financial institutions. For more information, visit earlywarning.com. Ned had operated a bank account for decades in his brother's name where William's monthly disability check was deposited and withdrawn. Records also showed that debit cards connected to that account were routinely used at businesses near Ned's home. Ned was accused of fraudulently claiming his disabled brother's benefits starting as early as 1998. Ned's web of deceit stretches far and wide bank accounts, property, pilfered funds, and alleged loot running from a hefty $338,000 to as much as a dizzying half a million. In 2021, Ned pleaded guilty in U.S. District Court to wire fraud and aggravated identity theft. Ned faced the music, earning him a 25-month stint behind bars. According to the judge in the case, the 25-month sentence would have likely been longer. While his age and frail health might have tugged at the heartstrings, it was his military stripes that most likely earned him a dash of leniency. But it's not over yet. If you thought this story of brotherly love couldn't get any more wild, well, as it turned out, prosecutors said Ned was adopted as a toddler and not even biologically related to William. Ned the master of disguise, William, not bound by blood. So what is synthetic identity? It's a type of identity fraud that involves creating fabricated identities by blending real and fake personal information. This concoction may include genuine social security numbers, often those are from minors or individuals with no credit history, 
mixed with fictitious names, addresses, or birth dates. Once the synthetic identity is established, the fraudster can apply for credit, open bank accounts, and engage in various financial transactions under this new artificial persona. Over time, the opportunities for larger-scale fraud expand as the synthetic identity gains more credibility and trust within the financial services ecosystem. In the perplexing case of Ned and William, while Ned did not employ the exact modus operandi of synthetic identity creation, there are uncanny parallels. He assumed William's identity, a living person, and merged it with his own narrative. He manipulated William's personal information, creating a pseudo-identity to receive disability payments and other financial benefits illicitly. Much like the essence of synthetic identity, this duality allowed him to deceive financial systems and enjoy the perks of two lives. Essentially, Ned crafted his own version of a synthetic identity by intertwining his life with that of William's, highlighting the endless and imaginative ways fraudsters can exploit identities for personal gain. Reports show that authorities conducted a 50-state search for an ID card issued to William. They also searched Medicaid data since 2006, the oldest data available, and turned up nothing. No medical traces, no footprints abroad. William's trail goes cold. An assistant U.S. attorney wrote, Given his age and disability, this lack of records is an anomaly and an indicator that this man is likely deceased or not residing in the United States. He also noted that William was not found in the Social Security Administration's death records. Department of Homeland Security files showed no indication of international travel. In this labyrinth of lies, one glaring truth stands tall. Ned donned William's identity, but William's fate? Well, that, dear listeners, remains an enigma wrapped in a mystery. This episode is brought to you by Early Warning, a leader in technology that helps protect and advance the financial system as well as the network operator of Zelle. 